Hello and welcome back to another episode of Bold and Unique Living with Katrina Loco. Yay, I know you guys are excited to be here because I am excited to have you on here listening to this podcast. Y'all, it is cold here in Dallas. We have like snow. So I'm actually not recording this from my office. I'm actually recording this from my home because like I'm stuck. And I don't like it when I'm being confined or stuck. And, you know, I feel like I'm in survival mode right now, which, guess what? That's actually the topic that we're going to talk about. Now, since I'm in survival mode and needing to get to my office to do some things, I could easily get in my car and figure out how to navigate the snow. But it may have a consequence that I'm not willing to to receive. So I'll just keep myself stable for now and I'll just stay here and I'll do everything from home. You know, we get into these habits and we get into all these rituals and organized things that we do on a daily basis, on a yearly basis, on a monthly basis until that thing is so disrupt. It's like you can't function because you can't do your ritual. You can't function because you can't do the thing that you organize. And that's good in a way when it's disrupted because it makes us think how we can do things differently. It makes us think how we can move forward from here and how we can build and how we can build character and personality during all of that. So with everything that we've just been through, it's coming on a year, y'all, for us here in Dallas in March where everything was shut down. It's not a year since Corona was first mentioned, but it is a year for us coming up on a year. And there's a lot of people in survival mode. Um, I talk to people on a daily basis because I'm always getting people to talk for the magazine or for my television talk show or just getting their feelings and what's going on with them because I care about people in the community and I want to know how they're doing right now. I want to know, do they need food? Do they need clothing? What is it? Do we need to find alternative living for you? Do we need to help with car paint? You know, whatever the case may be because I at one point was at a time in my life where I was in survival mode. So I know that people can be in survival mode. And when you're in survival mode, you're just groping for anything and you'll take anything and you'll fall for anything most of the time because you're just wanting to survive for that moment. Well, I have a guest in the studio with me today that we're going to talk about this uh, survival mode and her name is Monet. She is a singer songwriter and I'm excited for her to join us today. Hi, Monet. How are you? Hi, I'm good and everything. I'm glad you are in the studio, the home studio, with us today. I'm just glad that we can talk about uh, survival mode and what's going on in the world. Not just our communities, but the world. Mm-hmm. Because the world is going through some pretty rough times right now. And they don't know. Some people mm-hmm. don't know where their last meal is coming from or where they're going to lay their head. Most definitely, definitely. Right, but in those survival mode moments, they could make a decision that could cost them their life, Mm -hmm. or down the road, it may not show up right now, but down the road, they'll be like, ah, I made that decision when I was in survival mode, but it's affected me negatively a year from now, Mm -hmm. 10 years Mm -hmm. from now. 
20 years from now because it'll show up. And we all know that what you sow, you will eventually reap. And see, I think that most people, they, they don't pay attention to the future they pay attention to the presence and a lot of the, a lot of times that survival mode can be temporary for them and the circumstances of their business or their goal or their dreams or whatever they have accomplished or whatever industry they're in but they never realize or think about the longevity of the circumstances in the situation so when you're trying to build something a brand whether it's a brand an audience a, a company or you know anything in any industry that you're in you need to think about the longevity how can i survive through this pandemic how can i survive late 10 years down the line 20 years down the line without certain economical things affecting what i'm doing now so i think a lot of times when people go into this survival mode they don't think about the longevity part of it they just think about the now, and sometimes that's not a good idea to do because when you do that, it puts you, not only you in a temporary mindset, but your business in a temporary business, your brand or whatever, in a temporary situation that you may not even be able to get out of. So sometimes people need to really just focus on, well, this is going on right now, okay, but what can I do? to transform my business, my brand, my image, or whatever it is that they have into something that can survive this situation. And I think they just need to really just open their minds to many possibilities because we live in a time where we're in, we're, we're submerged with media, content, and things of that nature. And most people, they don't have the ability or they don't have the understanding of all of the things that we have in front of us. We got, we come on now, we got a smartphone, a handheld computer in our hands. And as a business owner, there, you can have multiple ways to, uh, to make income and to survive because if you utilize the tools right, you'll be able to just have longevity, to really just tap in industries and places that you never thought you could tap into to bring in revenue or audience or whatever it is that you're trying to bring to your business, your brand, or your company. So I really just think that, like you said, it's not good to ever do anything in a survival standpoint because it's a form of desperation. Yeah. And you don't want your um, business or your brand or your company to be formed out of desperation. So I really just think that when we're in times like this, you should brainstorm, go back to the drawing board and brainstorm some ideas. Um, go to reliable resources, look online, Google things that can help you really just build your brand, your company, or whatever it is that you're trying to do because you'll find that there's millions of ways that you can make money, you can gain an audience. Anything that you need, you can tap right into it from your phone or your laptop but you just got to research it. And I think that would be, you know, great for people like that to not just really focus on the survival part and desperation and really focus on, well, how can I keep this brand, this company, or this idea going without being desperate? Yeah. And, you know, it's like 
And I will go back and say this, because I had been in survival mode in my life before, I knew that there was a possibility that something could happen to launch anybody. And I was personally thinking about myself, but you guys, this is for you too, because I had been in a survival mode in my life before. So I knew that there would be something that could happen to cause me to have to possibly be launched back into survival mode. So I prepared prepared for um prepared for the survival mode so when it did happen i didn't have to kick into survival mode i just kept flowing the way that i should now granted it i wasn't flowing the way i would like to at a higher level but it stayed balanced right, it stayed right. balanced and it stayed balanced until i could kick in something yes. high drive and so even now, looking at it, guys, if you are someone who is in survival mode now, remember this time. And so from here forth, it's like she said, like Monet said, go and look for those key things that you can do to add to your business, to add to your family, your home. Um, you, you, we need assets. We need other streams of incomes. And we need to be doing it productively. And we need to be hitting the mark when we do these things because these are going to shield you in survival mode it's like when things come and happen to you if you're prepared some type of way whatever however it fits for your lifestyle and for you and your family if you're prepared it won't hurt you as much it really won't hurt you you'll have that cushion to fall back on and i cannot say that enough it's having that cushion I don't care how much of a cushion it is. It could be really, really large. It could be medium. It could be really, to be honest with you, it could be just enough. But it'll be enough not to kick you into survival mode and you make all these bad decisions, mm -hmm. wrong choices. Even with relationships, mm -hmm. sometimes women and men are in survival mode and they're looking for the next big guy, the next big girl, who's going to be... Um, the flavor for the month, the flavor for the week, the flavor for the year. I mean, that's what we used to say back in my days is, you know, who's the, who's the next flavor or whatever. <laughs> but that's not good because when you're in survival mode, and I say survival mode, and a lot of people say rebound, a lot of times when people come out of bad relationships, they're looking for the next relationship to comfort them through the one that they just came out of, and they find a bomb. And when I mean a bomb, a, not a bum, B-U-M, but a bomb, B-O-O-M, kaboom, it all blows up in your face because you're in survival mode, you're not emotionally equipped to handle it, you're not maybe mentally equipped, financially equipped, and now you're in this relationship with this joker sucker who's just as crazy as you and unbalanced as you, and guess what? You're a train wreck down at the end of the, your street causing havoc for not only both of you, but for yourself. And if children are involved, for your children. <laughs> so being in that type of survival mode is deadly. And some people never come back from that. And some people do, but it's a, a long road home sometimes. Well, I want to say this because you have mentioned about uh, companies surviving and having a cushion, a cushion, right? So you look at companies like Walmart, they're surviving right now throughout this whole economic situation with the COVID-19, they're surviving. And then you look at, at um, McDonald's and all those. I tell people all the time, 
because they're, they're always like, well, my business is not, it's not going right, my brand, you know, my music, whatever the case may be. Sometimes you have to look at what people are, that are in your industry are not doing and to create a niche around it to bring in your audience or your, um, your customers or whatever it is that your brand is doing. You have to draw in, you have to tap into something to an industry that you're paying attention to the industry around you that you're in, but you also got to tap into an untapped market within your industry that could also save you from situations like this COVID-19 and keep you out of survival mode as well. If you do that, because sometimes people always want to stick to doing the trends and stick to the cookie cutter ways of doing things that work for other brands and other companies and other businesses, but it may not really just work for your brand, your business, or your image yourself. And sometimes you have to really just tap into a niche market in your industry that no one is doing that may actually work for you to grow your revenue and your um, business. And you may, you know, shock yourself and may get out of survival mode and it would, it could definitely and potentially lead to longevity. So you really just have to research things around you, things, businesses, uh, pay attention to social media. If you don't have social media and you're a business brand or image, you really need to get a social media platform because you, that way you can pay attention to where the audience is at so that you can get that target market that you're trying to get to keep you out of survival mode and into longevity. So it's just really important that you research things and that you keep yourself busy with figuring out, okay, well, this didn't work. Well, what else can I do? Just keep going back and forth to the drawing board and figuring out what it is that you can do to just grow as a business. You know, me as a singer songwriter, I, um, I never stop researching. I always look for ways to uh, stand out for one and to, to find a niche market for two. So I always pay attention to, like I sometimes go on like YouTube and I'll pay attention to certain comments in the sections. I'll go on YouTube to get more information that I may not be tapping into, that I may not find in Google or in any books or, at, or any books at the library. I just really just continue to research and figure out how can I target this audience with my music today? How can I draw in the fan base? How can I get people to listen to, to me and what I got going on? And I, sometimes I don't never really just make it about me, my image or my brand, but I make it about those people that are seeking for what I have. Because when people, when you have what people need or want at the time, they will more than likely become a loyal, a loyal fan or a loyal customer if you're treating them right and if you're giving them quality content, quality service, uh, quality customer service at that. Because you know, a lot of times, uh, black businesses have been getting a very bad rep with not having good customer service and things of that nature. But if you have those things, you can really get and tap into loyal customers and loyal audience and loyal fans based on how you treat them. So whenever you look at your brand, your business, your company, your image, make sure that you're giving your audience something that they need and something that they want because that will gear them to come back and sometimes, you know, they may say, oh, 
I bought this shoe from, I'm just making up something, Shoes for Less. And they were great to me and this, this, that, and the third. And I think it's a great idea that you go to them. They can bring in more revenue, more audience, more uh, customers for you and your business. And, and your business could grow that way too. So you just really got to make sure that you're not making it all about you or your brand or your image or anything like that, that you're really just catering to those that need to be catered to at that time to survive. But don't be desperate to get, don't be desperate to get customers or things of that nature because that desperation, they'll seek that, that you're desperate for their business or their service or their support. And that would be just a one-time thing. But you don't want to hook into just one-timers. You want to hook into a loyalty. You want to hook into a loyal, a loyal fan, a loyal customer, just an overall loyal person that will bring more people with them every time they come to your service that you're providing. So you really want to tap into just that and that can really grow you and have you successfully be something for longevity. That's why you see companies like Walmart and McDonald's surviving through this whole COVID-19. They haven't shut down not one time because they have that brand they have that image, they have that loyal, and they've tapped into markets that the other, the other competitors didn't tap into. So that's why you really need to look and research things based upon that. Well, that is good. I'm so excited that you came with us here today or Most being right here with us talking about survival mode because I'm telling you, survival mode is not even a joke. Another area of survival mode that we're going to talk to guys, talk about guys, and I was checking my messages to see if there was any other ideas or any other topics. I had discussed it with someone to see if we want to discuss. There is another area of, we talked about Survival mode in businesses, relationship, your personal life. Now, let's talk about survival mode when making big purchases. Because when you're in survival mode, I don't think anybody should decide to make a huge purchase like a home or a vehicle or even a school, choosing a school, college or something like that. No one should really be making any huge purchases when they're in survival mode. Not at all. What about you? Do you do you agree with me on that? Okay, so when you're when you're desperate and you're in survival mode, you really have to tap into looking at your finances, looking at where you're at and where you need to be. Because what you don't want to do is you don't want to make a purchase out of desperation. And you know, I try to tell a lot of people that you want to get assets. Always rely on assets, never rely on liabilities. Because if you don't have any assets, like a, a car that you've paid off and you own, a house that you've paid off that you own, if you don't have things like that, things that you actually own, that you could actually still earn revenue from, you don't want to tap into getting a, a huge purchase. So what I would suggest is if you're in survival mode and you, you only own a home or you only own a car that's uh, sitting around that you, you use, you know, you, tr you switch out vehicles every day, it would really be a good idea for you to utilize that other vehicle that you own that's paid off for like things like to apps like Turo or Uber or things like that to bring in more income. You could easily let people borrow your car for a percentage 
for a percentage of revenue and they can use your car to do deliveries, uh, Uber and all that things and rental, rent it out or whatever. You want to tap into markets and apps and companies like that because if you got things that are lying around that people can utilize that you can get a percentage of, that can really grow you financially too. So that when you do reach the point to where you're like, okay, I want to make this big purchase, it won't be out of desperation. It'll be out of the fact that you want it and that you want it and not that you need it. So if you have things like that lying around and you know, you know, like my brother, he would suggest if you own a home and you're, you know, it's a vacation home or a timeshare home that you own, it would be good, really good to use it for, um, for Airbnb. Um, you, you know, you can get percentages from that. You can get a great payoff for that. If you did that, you really just, really just want to focus on in times like this, utilizing your assets to grab to grasp another liability because you really don't want to buy into getting a liability and then drain out all of your money and liquidate all that money before you even gain any more money unless your assets are making money for you while you're sitting there it still it just wouldn't even be wise for you to just get a liability unless you know for sure you have other streams of income coming in because multiple streams of income right now is king it's very king into our society and how we operate because if you're working at a, a physical job right now and you're sitting at home because you can't get to that physical job and that physical job isn't offering you um, no work right now due to COVID or snow days, snow days yeah, or whatever you've got to still yeah. have your money working for you whether it's you using Amazon Alibaba Uber, Airbnb, you've got to still have your money working for you. You don't see all uh, you don't see all these rich people like Elon Musk, uh, uh, all of them. You don't see any of them. They can sit around and have snow days all day long, but you don't see any of this situation affecting them because they're making their money work for them, not them work for their money. So you have to have multiple, multiple issues streams of income at least five at least five i got a job for somebody right now because i'm not going out here and shovel this snow <laughs> so <laughs> that would that that's an opportunity especially in dallas right now would be for anyone that want to get out in the cold but i am telling you this has been a great show i just really felt led to do a survival because I, in walking around town and different places when i'm you know i talk to strangers guys and so I'm asking them, you know, what's going on in their mind? What are they talking about? And the one thing that was key was survival mode. Survival mode in business and relationships and, and uh, purchases and just where to go next. And I'm telling you, you know that you are fearfully, wonderfully made. You are bold and unique. I want you to rip off every label placed on you by others, especially the ones that you placed on yourself. I want you to get out here and rethink how you do life, but be safe doing it. We're in a time now where we really don't know what to expect, what could go around the corner. So what I want you to do is challenge you. What I want to do is to challenge you to be prepared no matter what, because when things do happen, you can lift up your shield against that thing. Have a great day. Thank you, guys.